Hey, hey! Welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob Muffy. Today is and left. And today is a big day because you know what's coming up soon? Halloween. So this month, or I guess this week, we're going to do horror games, and then next episode will be Halloween-themed games. Um, do you guys remember back about ten years ago in Bonus Barrel Canon? Uh, the show originally began. It was me and Sagey and Marcel with another person before I was born. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 10 years ago in, in BB canon, so it's different than the real world. Um, so, but he disappeared. What happened was he was on a ship and it disappeared. But guess what? They found the ship and Marshall was, he was in this box and they, they, you know, they raised the ship and in the box he was still alive. So we got the box sent here. And guess who's in the box? Oh. Marshall! Oh, it's Marshall? Yeah! Whoa. Right here! It's right here! Right to BBHQ. Hey, Marshall! <laughs> Welcome back. I'm here. I heard you even listened to an episode or two. That's true. You're a hero. You had, you had fun with that. Yeah. yeah. There was, there was um, uh, a fan question. It sounded kind of muffled, like it was coming from a box. Was that you? Who it was coming from a box, yeah. I'm surprised I could get Wi-Fi. That's how dedicated he is. He, he was, was trapped really in a box. Question. And yeah. without internet, but still somehow managed he to download a bonus bill. Into, yeah. To get that qu- that fan yeah. question to us. You guys answered my question really promptly. I was expecting like a few months down the road you guys might get to it. We, you get the we're pretty backlogged. You, you wanted... Well, I see. I got I got a few options, right? Okay. But, <laughs> we didn't but give yes, options. That game counts as one completed game. Yes, just not in hard. With the caveat that it was completed on co-op. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, we'll agree to that. Point nine. <laughs> Point nine. No, that's worse because that's closer to the. No. So uh, it's glad to see you. You're visiting now that you've been released from the box and. Uh, you know, the box was a horrible. From place. the box to the barrel. From what I, yeah, from the box to the barrel. <laughs> from what I, what I understand about you is you're something of a, of an expat uh, of uh, horror games. So you, you, you're the, the big guns to come and tell us about horror games. I today. wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I enjoy them greatly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have fine tastes in horror games, like a wine collection sure. of horror games. Sure. <laughs> but we don't, we don't want to jump the gun. We're not there yet. Okay. Uh, I picked up three new games in the last. No, five new games wow. in the last two days. Busy. Wow. Um, I got Dragon Quest Heroes for the PS4. Liking it? It's pretty fun. So yeah. you're back on buying games again. I'm back on buying <laughs> I didn't know I was ever off that. I got Le- Le- Legacy of Legends? Or is it Legend of Legacy? I think it's Legacy of Legends. Very generic sounding name. It looks cool. No, it's different. <laughs> it comes in a big box. And as you guys know, I love box. And it uh, has stuff in it, which I also love. I love stuff. And I also got... You're so uh, materialistic. You got that? Man. That yeah. DS box set? Yeah. I want to look at it later. Uh, I can show you. Got a, the uh, Back to the Future Telltale game for the oh, PS4. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. I want Jealous. that now. I, want that. Yeah. I got uh, Chibi Robo. Sage, you got that too. Yes. It comes with an Amiibo. Obviously, we had to get it. Yeah. I'll play it someday, probably. I'll play it tomorrow. There we go. While I'm doing a queue at Toys R Us, like oh. at 6am. <laughs> Sage, you waiting for more Amiibos <laughs> to, get, to get the yarn Amiibos. Yeah. Are you going to get the big one? <laughs> oh, you no. are, yeah, you are. Sixty dollars, yeah, sixty bucks, man, for that amiibo. I'm so done with amiibos. Like, I'm gonna buy them, but I'm just beat. Sagey, what's what's the size gonna like? Tell me, what's is it worth it? Will the amiibo in the game be bigger? 
in the game? Will he be a bigger guy? Yoshi grows. I, don't know. I have the Wooly World pre-ordered with yeah, me too. Both. Same here. But that's good. Like, I don't want that thing taking up room. That's too, that's too big. <laughs> I know. But it's too expensive. But it's part of the collection. He, ha- he can't stop. He's a he's it's, a so it's that big. And it comes in a box. But what so about it's even bigger. So is there anything else, like... Happening with it? It, it, it's compatible just like the small. It works. Right? It is compatible. I don't know what it does specifically, but it is compatible. Is it, you it, squeeze it, it and it... it's boot. It's an amiibo, <laughs> so you put the boot on the on the gamepad, and then something happens. Okay. I, but I will never. Probably know. not. Yeah. It's, never <laughs> it. it's basically a teddy bear amiibo. It's yeah, size of a teddy bear, and it's just an. The yarn amiibos are adorable. Though. Oh yeah, they're great, but sixty bucks. Yeah. And apparently, it's about teddy um, bear. I know. Each it's exclusive to Toys R Us, and. Ugh. They're getting like five each store. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whip. In the U.S. Oh, we're, we're not in the so U.S. We're in Canada. So we're getting, we're getting way more, right? Canada always gets preferential we'll get treatment. get one, maybe? No, if they know. get five, we'll probably get one One in all of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to be there. I'm not going to be number one because that's always Richard. And me boss will be there first. Yeah, soon. but I, I plan to be number two. You're always number one to me, for what it's worth. A mm. uh, little game tally. I beat Persona 4 Dancing All Night and Soma. Soma... Spoiler alert, it's a horror game, so I can talk about that later. There you go. Does nobody else have a game tally? So I'm almost what, done The Walking Dead. I'm oh. on... Yeah, I'm not done Project yet. Project Cross Zone. Oh, yeah, I did beat Project Cross Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did beat Project Cross Zone. I got two games I beat. Uh, beat? Until Dawn and good Lara game. Croft Go. Which yeah. Is the, it's a good game, uh, man. amazing mobile game. I, right? Yeah. It's really good, yeah. I'm so glad you, 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 you brought it up. Because I brought it up, but this guy, like, hates mobile. <laughs> I do not hate mobile. I'm indifferent. I know. It I has know. really strong level design, and as I Great animation? It, uh, well, I mean, standard. <laughs> the animation didn't stand out. The yeah. art style is nice, but uh, it's really good. I sort of beat Destiny, I guess. Beat the main story? Yeah. No, that's impossible. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so I don't know if that counts. Already, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not long. Mm-hmm. I get bored. Oh, the like single player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far does it take you? Three planets, right? Four planets. Yeah, if you count the moon. Oh, I got, I got, I probably planet. got seventy percent through. So, but I was like, eh. Venus, Some Earth, Earth the moon, and Mars. Mars. Yeah. <laughs> you got the PS4 uh, Destiny bundle, I, I right? I did. I did. It's great. Oh, and I got an achievement. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> in Hearthstone. <laughs> Oh, good. Let's hear it. That's like that's like a something. Yeah. Uh, it's called like big winner or something like that. Oh. Apparently, it's like three hundred gold for your thousand win. Ooh, a thousand win. Good wins. job, man. Yeah. You what is it like? You get the Hearthstone card mount for like three hundred wins for Heroes of the Storm, mm. and I want that mount, but like I'm so bad at Hearthstone. I have I'll, that. I'll never get three hundred. Not that wins. good. Though. I don't yeah. like it that much. Just, I'll never get it. But I Hearthstone? Yeah. You're bad? I'm so bad. I haven't won a single match against a friend. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can win random matches online, but anytime I play like, either you two or some other people that, that I know who play, I lose every time. So I've just been so discouraged, I just gave up. I just got, I kind of moved over to, to Hots, yeah. so I haven't played it in a while. Hmm. But yeah, you have some news, right? I, I always do. Uh, this is news that I got when I saw it. I was like, oh, Sadie's going to love this. Dead or Alive Extreme 3 gets Japanese release date. I saw this. Also known as Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball originally. So, Seiji, I know you're a big fan. Cobb. Actually, I have it on good authority that Cobb and Seiji got together for the first beach volleyball game to play. And uh, you guys had fun with that game, right, Seiji? <laughs> well, I like volleyball. 
But I've never played those games. You've never played it? <laughs> no. I okay. I love Dead or Alive. Yeah. Dead or Alive is a great game. Um, I've played beach I have volleyball, played beach volleyball too. mostly out of curiosity. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's it's a game where male you, curiosity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to push a single button sometimes, and sometimes they push the button for you. It's the most nice. simple they're game. Yeah, yeah. There, it's it's a very fun time. <laughs> so the, the thing that you have to do sometimes. The they do it. It was mobile yeah. games before mobile games. <laughs> Just about. Uh, I understand that. <laughs> February twenty fifth, twenty sixteen, in Japan. Cool. So, do you think that you're going to go to their to Japan to get a launch copy? CG? I would go to Japan to get <laughs> to get Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. I mean, is it a paid trip? Well, no, you, you pay to go get the game. <laughs> no. Uh, so then you got to pay for the game. Um. So I got a bunch of news. You guys got yeah, okay. I got news, and I love this mm-hmm. so, so very much. So Don't the other day, I woke up, and I saw the icon for Carol Blaster oh, right. changed oh, yeah. on my phone. I noticed that, too. And I was like, whoa, what is this? So I, I go ahead, and I launch it, and it says, congratulations, you unlocked overtime mode. Nice. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Oh, no, okay. And yeah, and I'm gonna do it while you're. You should. You should. Describing it, and <laughs> it is so good. It's basically a more. They already had like a hard mode, and then this is overtime mode. They also they have a, probably the Japanese word for overtime at the top. I forget what it's called. Overtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just basically completely redid all of Carol Blaster. Every level is different. The bosses are more or less the same, but they're more powerful. How much more hardcore is it? A lot. The platforming is extremely challenging. Jumping a little more? Yes, maybe? a lot more. Um, a lot more specific jumps you have to make. It's and you know what? Like if you kind of played some Carol Blaster and like, hey, I played it, I had fun with it. Go back to it. It's a whole new game. Okay, I played it on PC, so I don't have my save file here. Oh uh, yeah, you can beat it. Perfect game. Okay. Only perfect games. So yeah, exactly. Highest barrel. highest rated bonus barrel game yeah. uh, right now. No damage from anyone. Um, Maybe I have it here. So the bad news is that it used to be cheaper. With this update, they actually increased the price oh. only by a dollar, which is reasonable. Do we have to pay it off? No, we don't. Oh, we don't. If you already grandfathered it, you already... in, yeah, we're gold. Woo! And and yeah. they released a sequel to Pink Hour. <gasps> Pink Hour Two. Pink Hour. Pink Heaven. Oh, still that dirty. Even, even <laughs> pink, so that's Pink Hour is the alley. Pink Heaven is the, like the brothel. <laughs> <laughs> I strongly encourage people to check out Pink Hour and probably Pink, pink Heaven. It's free. Uh, it's just it's just basically kind of like leading up. to I should play Pink Heaven to get another game down this year. There you go. There you go. Game. It's like you know, less than that. Ten minutes. Yeah. Um, but if anyone has taken our recommendation seriously and played Carol Blaster, you you definitely, you should play Overtime Mode. It is so much fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. The challenge is real. Um, I'm really enjoying especially if you love platformers. The hype is real. The hype is real for a hype that I did not know about mm-hmm. until I, I saw it on my phone. I can feel it. The struggle it's, is real for you. You're finding new ways to play Carol Blaster. It is so good and so challenging. You play it every few so, days, right? I do. I do. That's okay. a it's, especially, especially lately with this update. Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddess Master Quest Global Tour announced. Uh, this, for those of us who missed the first one around, we get a second chance. Do they see have it? dates announced? They do. Uh, the closest one just check out this in Canada Toronto March 19th Ooh, uh, we have too soon I know we have Montreal Quebec June 25th that's not bad that's not as bad something I might consider 
Uh, and that's it for oh, there's Edmonton, Alberta, September twenty first, Vancouver, BC, September twenty third, and then a whole bunch of places in other countries in the U.S. I want to see that. The platforming is real. <laughs> the, I know Sage you guys is playing Carol Blaster now. <laughs> I know you guys did an episode on this, but Sagey, you went to it and loved it, right? Yes, What's in it? Montreal. Like, where do you rate it on your greatest moments ever? Greatest moments ever? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty high up. Okay. Video's <laughs> uh, getting lots of very high for me, so. But the thing is I that. I like how he, it seemed like he just realized that. <laughs> yeah, I just realized. I, I never thought of that specific moment in the context of my life. But I guess it was because I, I, you know, I went to another city. Uh, it was a, uh, it's a nice city, Montreal. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice venue. And we had a really nice time. And, and just the show, top notch. It, it sounds really nice. Like, I don't know if this is good or bad, but it didn't sound like it was live. Like, it was so good. It was, like, so perfect. So clean. That's a good thing, yeah. So you would have heard that because you didn't like the uh, audience interaction that Video Games Live had. I didn't mind the the cheering and stuff. I I was more... I had some problems with the presentation. Only thing I hated was cosplay video. Yeah. Was there a cosplay video in Zelda Symphony? Like what? Like, was there pictures of people in cosplay during the song? That's already nice. There were people in, in, in cosplay. Well, yeah, that's different. I think the Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses yes. would, have, would have been a, a more of a cleaner experience. But you don't want those dirty people well, like in video game music. From, from, <laughs> from what we've talked about, it seems like it's really similar. But there were certain details, like the, the Dark Hero Tournament. I thought that was cool. I like the audience uh-huh. interaction. So that, that didn't happen yeah. in... in that's oh, I'm watching the Zelda music. I, think, I feel like like the Symphony of the Goddesses was more civilized. Yeah, probably people in suits. Civilized. <laughs> green, green, <laughs> green suits and comb over uh, hats. I don't know. I got more Zelda news, actually. Got, so do I. On a compound. I'm going to go do you, first. Do you, do you have the same Zelda news I bet as you I do? do? Probably. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. Yeah. Seems likely. Yeah. Woo! Is heard? Is that a woo? Is that worth? That's a woo. No, I don't think that's woo worthy. What are you talking all? about? Or at least I'm with, I'm with the yesterday. Okay, we we all agreed that game is not very good. No, Zelda Twilight Princess is. Oh a good no, game. it's a good game. No, we yeah, we reviewed this. It's not a perfect game, but it's a good game. But it's probably one of it's the worst. Game. We said it was a weaker games. Zelda game. Yeah, but it's a good game. I don't know. Uh, they don't need to do this. Now I don't like. This. Okay, well here's a little heads up because so people know what we're talking about. Yesterday, uh, this website, which is Wii U Daily, reported that data miners have discovered a Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess icon within the Wii U shop. Now it appears that the icon is related to an HD remake as further digging by data miners have discovered the title ID for the game, which hints at the release. Blah, 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 a bunch of numbers. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD version 82 JAP. And uh, so, of course, this is still a rumor. Might not actually happen, but it's looking pretty likely that we're going to get an HD so- remake. For this game, I, I loved it when it came out. I'll take it. If sure, they're going to put in an HD release of this, I'll take it. But I don't think it's warranted. I don't know why. I don't see what we really if need. If anything, do one of Skyward Sword, I think. No, it's too soon. Is it too soon? But yeah. But the Wii U is going to... I mean, I guess... Yeah, but Twilight Princess should get one before. I guess. Does it warrant it, though? It's a good game. And it, just think, it could be that much better. Be- one of the biggest complaints people have about it is it looks like ass. You fix that with the HD graphics and it doesn't look like ass anymore. But, but I don't think it looks like ass because of... When it came out, I think it's more to do with the style of the game. No, it, well, this, maybe it's, maybe a little bit of style, but think of that with modern graphics, modern lighting, I mean, better I texturing. Like, I think it would look great. You could do a dark cell and it could still be great. Real question. Of course, yeah. It's like going to be left-handed or right-handed in it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the biggest deal in the world, right? I mean, I'm going <laughs> to get it, but 
I don't know. I, th- I think... My only complaint is I just recently beat it, so I don't want to play it again so soon. So, in my perspective, that Zelda is the worst-looking Zelda. Yeah, it could... Well, it could well... It would be good to have a, an HD painting over it to make yeah, it look better. Maybe. We'll see. Unless, all they, did, unless they lazily did it and <laughs> just add it, a few things. I don't call it Zelda TP for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Zelda is a game is a solid 80. It's still good. Yeah, it's still would, a great I game. I agree with that. I love that. I had fun playing that game. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I think that game's really, really good. Yeah, I loved too. it. When yeah, it came it's out. good. But I mean, it's not as good as a lot of the Zelda games. TP is like is like the weaker of the three D Zelda. Sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's not bad though. That's like no. In the context of gaming, it's, like it's Pokemon, like Ruby and Sapphire is the weakest Pokemon game, but it's still really good. Too much water, I guess. Some people would say. Too much water. It in, was a Kotaku in Ruby article. and Sapphire. Yeah, it's too much water. The, the same thing they say with Wind Waker. Too much yeah, water. they do say that in Wind Waker, but Wind Waker but too. I like it. Too much no, water it's too much water. water. I, I'm not, I don't play a video game to sail. <laughs> I don't play a game with a boat. That's that's sail. one thing. Before I ever played Wind Waker, my brother had told me, uh, "Oh, it's it's a good game, but there's way too much sail." That was the exact thing. And I, so I went into that, that with that expectation, and I loved the oh, sailing. sailing. Was fine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's time I've, consuming. But. I only played the HD remake for Wii U, uh-huh. and I think have you? Yeah. Okay. It was great. I it's loved great, it. right? Yeah, and did you get the, the the new um sale? The one that lets you like go twice as fast without changing. No, I don't anything. think I got that far yet. I haven't played in a while. Why does it get better when you get that? Yeah, it's faster, uh, right? I need it's it. faster and you don't need to change the wind. Oh wow. You just put it in brief. <laughs> Pretty cool. Oh wow. I need to play that more. And uh I gotta play that. Just to keep on the Zelda news, I have more Zelda news if you guys don't. Go ahead. Alright. Uh, yes. Take it easy. Nintendo selecting players to play the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes early. So, oh, yeah, I got a uh, download code. Or did something. you really? I did too. You know, you get two extra ones. We could play it. Okay. Hook us up. I don't think I got one. Selected 3DS owners are being granted early access to Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes in the form of pre-release demo. Nintendo is currently sending out codes for the demo, which features a playable dungeon that must be completed with two additional players. You'll be able to tackle the dungeon with friends via local game or games online co-op. No single player stuff for the demo. That's awesome. I like this. Yeah, I like it too. I want to play it. Yeah, I do too. This may be an old complaint, but I don't like that you need three people to play it. Well, you can play by yourself single player. Not this. Not on the demo. You can't play with two people. Oh, you mean like you can't... Oh, he means you for can't... For co-op. You can't have just one friend and have an NPC. You have to have three people or one person. Yeah, I don't yeah, like that. silly. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm still gonna get it. It looks cool. Yeah. And Marshall has so, playing games with friends. Well, I don't... I don't like playing people playing games with friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. I just <laughs> only one the friend. Of having yeah, having two other friends around is, is you have less three here. <laughs> right here, right here. Yeah, you play three. If I want to play it with just one other people, like hey, come over, we'll play Triforce Heroes. It's it'll be more frequent. Whereas I understand what you're saying. Yeah. What's with the who? How do you like? How do they choose who gets it? That's my question. Know. Did, you didn't? I don't. I don't think I got. Did, I think you just. How, how did you get it? Like right on your 3ds email? No. Uh, no I didn't. Open your club Nintendo email, email right? Hmm? Open your club Nintendo email. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't I, didn't get it. It. I got it yesterday. I'm offended. I will play. I spent a lot of money on Nintendo products. Tomorrow. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of time. Yeah, you will. <laughs> mm. I hope it's but not you cold need... and wet. No, we need to do. You need to write a live BB rants, there waiting for Amiibo, oh, and you be... could just write about it while yeah. you're live and, and just be... describe your feelings as as it goes. And it's like waiting to get tortured. I have the, <laughs> I have the email open here, and it looks like it's just uh, got sent to me because I'm subscribed to a newsletter. Mm. Anyway. Check your your spam folder or something. Someone else should throw some news out here. So there's this guy in Japan okay. that has... Friend of yours? Uh, no. Oh. I, I read it on the news. 
it, he's playing, or he has been playing a game called Umihara Kawase. Sure. If, I don't know, it's a Japanese-only game. For the Super Famicom. <laughs> and he doesn't want to lose his, his, his save data, his progress. He hasn't finished the game. So he has maintained the Super Famicom on for 20 years. What? <laughs> yes, that is the There's no saving or... I don't know. That's some wow. Seinfeld Frogger stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. That's Seriously. The thing that... It's been on for 20 years. Yeah, it's been on for 20 years. I have a friend. Actually, oh, you know man. her. She's infrequent listener, Jordan. She has a balloon that she that her aunt gave her when she was born. And the balloon still is inflated enough that it's actually still floating. No. Yeah, I've seen a picture of it. A 22-year-old balloon just and it's still there it's incredible no there's something funny going on no it's not it's for real like that's the thing jordan jordan is like four year old <laughs> four year old and she has like a disease that she looks like, <laughs> like five times her, her, i saw the picture her age or something yeah and it's creepy yeah, too i had to inquire about just it. a lone balloon just float it's kind of creepy it's creepier than than most of the games that we'll be talking about <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh that's pretty cool you got news too um did you guys see this amiibo that someone made amiibo? named Ganda Chris? He made an uh, Iwata amiibo. Uh, Did you see yeah. that? No, I don't usually look at the custom stuff. It was cool. It just made for charity. I That's thought it was, nice. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. It's all proceeds are going to charity, so one of a kind. He only made one, and it looks really cool. So That is cool. Yeah, I thought it was nifty. Um, know what I'm sad about? No new Street Fighter Five characters. Oh, uh, nothing. Don't yeah. worry. I got you. I have a non-announcement announcement to make. Okay, well. there we go. Okay. Yeah. So we get one of our tropes. <laughs> Either Street Fighter non-announcement announcement. Mm-hmm. So. I just got an idea for a game, man. It's not <laughs> the time to talk about it. It's a dating sim. Can <laughs> <laughs> we get Jordan to be like your consultant? Yeah, and the boys are our balloons. <laughs> <laughs> man, that would so work. That would too. sell. Yeah. Okay, there's work. a sword one. There's one about mushroom ladies, battleship women. Well, they make balloons shaped like everything. Yes, they're all with some floating peeny balloons. Whoa. So the story is... Hey, too far. <laughs> the, story, the, line, the story is about... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> when people get born, they, they are... <laughs> <laughs> they're given balloons yeah and depending on how much it's still floating it, it there's a level of, of, of like a dating power right so the, <laughs> rela- the more the relationship it like increases the, the more inflated the balloon gets so when you're at maximum like when you're ready to to be together the balloons are almost about to burst with, in, with anticipation and excitement <laughs> but, but the balloon also, is pulsing and dropping the thing is that you don't see the balloon right so you get, you, you get it through, through through the dialogue so you're yeah. in the dialogue and you have you, you have to figure out how how inflated and how how floaty is the balloon by by the things that the character says right and and does and says that he likes so the character says I like sandwiches it, yeah. it's like code for all it's like Three quarters. Sandwiches is code for panties. Yeah, yeah, you're right. According oh, to Dragon oh. Power, <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be like called balloon or boyfriend or something. Or, yeah. That's a good idea, Sage. You know, we shouldn't have put this in the episode because now had people full, can steal it. Had a full balloon friend. <laughs> balloon and men. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. You'll get the the people who like inflation. Those inflation fetishes will be all over that game. So mm-hmm. people that's who good. Like we're, we're gonna need to do a lot of research. Yeah, on, we'll, on we'll do some market research. And, you know, so. We're gonna have to ask your friends a couple of questions. Yeah, I mean, uh, your your friend, your your Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I got some weird news. A trio of robot chicken writers uh, are bringing Ubisoft's Rabbids to the silver screen. Robot chicken, fun show. Raving rabbits. Well, 
this is called rabbits, but oh. those guys, yeah. Okay. Those those lovable little rabbits from the Raymond universe. That's right. Uh, oh, also, a game that I need to get. What's that? A rabbits game. You don't have any Wii U. Oh, is there one coming out or out already? It's out. You need it. Yeah, I need it. That was like a launch title, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Sage has to get every title. I'm surprised right. you don't have it. I'm going to slam through the rest of this news. I'll check my collection. Overwatch beta, a release date announced. Oh, yeah? Blizzard's beta kicks off October 27th. Uh, Blizzard has announced that the beta test for its upcoming competitive shooter, Overwatch, will launch this 27. It'll run for an undetermined amount of time and feature 18 heroes and 7 maps. Uh, and although Overwatch is in an open beta, uh, Blizzard is aiming for a couple of big stress test weekends. Those that don't get in will hopefully be able to participate during those times. And, yeah, so that's one thing. So I'm looking forward to Overwatch. I think that I like them. <laughs> I like Blizzard, so I want to play it. Me speak well. Me speak well. That's right. Me host podcast. Mario Luigi Paper Jam Brothers release date announced. So Mario Mario Luigi Paper Jam Bros will be available on 3DS in Europe from December 4th. The game was slated for release in tw- spring 2016. It's kind of weird that it's coming out earlier. Oh, no. Obviously, it must mean December 4th, 2016. Nintendo of... Or maybe not, actually. Maybe this is December 4th. Hmm. Nintendo America couldn't tell whether North America did have it move forward to... But so we all we know right now is that Europe is getting it December this year, and that's it. That's all we know so far. Well, hopefully we'll get it next year because I can't <laughs> afford to buy any more games. <laughs> I really want that game. That I'm is, looking that, forward to that it. That is a must pick up as soon as possible. A must pick. Here's my non-announcement announcement. Ooh, are you guys ready for this? Another Nintendo thing. DNA and Nintendo Mobile game to be announced soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that good like, job, bro. Like a month ago. Somebody said, oh, expect an announcement soon. And I was expecting it like that day or that week. And then, well, maybe next week. And then a month well, here's, went here's, by. And then somebody said, expect the announcement soon. <laughs> it's been like a month. Well, here's some quotes for you. Yeah. All right. You ready? Soon, we should be able to announce the game, said Asako. I can't say too much about Nintendo deal, but it's really an exciting initiative. And another guy, uh, hashtag, er, at Serenkentoto, about the first Nintendo DNA mobile game. Expect the unexpected and soon. There we go. I feel like that was your Japanese. What is the voice. unexpected? <laughs> uh, yeah. A good game. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely expect a great game. All right, I don't but know. I, I guess it, it, it's the. How about a Star Fox that looks good? <laughs> Maybe it's the IP. What IP would would you guys? I don't want Metroid. Expect? Huh? Metroid. Metroid. You wouldn't expect Metroid. F Zero. With gyro controls. Definitely not Metroid. I wouldn't even expect... I don't expect any new Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, gotta, maybe it's a Metroid. Yeah, yeah it's a, a small piece of news jump in, that's man. timely for this episode. Uh, this is via Bloody Disgusting. Uh, Supermassive Games considering Until Dawn 2. <gasps> which is cool. Definitely can't be a sequel off the original, I'd hope. Because then... That's you know that's weird. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, I know. I don't think you guys uh, say. You don't. I don't want to spoil it. For I've, pl- I've played it, but oh, have you? Yeah, but not very much. You want, do you have it? In no. place? You want to borrow it? Yeah, you should play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not All very right. long. No, it's quick. This is a quote from Pete Samuels, part of the uh, Good old executive Pete. producer. Uh, I think you should expect the team to build on what we've done with Until Dawn, whether it's in horror or other games. We're already working on one thing that does that whilst exploring other avenues for our other teams to, in anticipation of them finishing their current projects. So, bam. It could be something different. It could be a direct sequel. I love another horror game like that setup, yeah. but I don't want the people. I'd like a different story. Sure, yeah. Like that story's creature. done, but yeah. 
Check same out world, on, different on. people kind of thing. Is what you're or not even necessarily for. the same world. It's Earth, so yes. Well, yes, yes. But not same. necessarily the same things going on. As, I don't want to spoil anything, so. Okay. Play the game. It's great. Right, you should get, you're going to get PS4 soon? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Instead of soon. <laughs> DNA, DNA soon. <laughs> that was good. That's that was pretty, good. Pretty funny. I got one more piece of news that will bleed into the next topic. So you guys anything else? No. I All right. that led in pretty No, well, but... even, it got one too. Friday the 13th game revealed. Dev promises blood, guts, gore, and brutal kills. You heard of Friday the 13th? <laughs> I think I've heard of it. You heard of Friday the 13th? The movie? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the franchise? Mm-hmm. What's it called in uh, Mexico? Viernes 13. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, Does that translate to Friday the 13th? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Fantasy? What are you talking about? Fantasy. There we go. Can you do all of your segments and... Jason Voorhees recently appeared in Mortal Kombat, but now he's getting his own game. Gun Media and developer Ilphonic have announced Friday the 13th game, a third-person asymmetrical multiplayer game. Expo, PS4, and PC, and Wheat. Nope, just that. The hook is that one player controls Jason, while several others take control of camp counselors who are attempting to survive the night. So it's like Evolve. Yeah, it sounds like that, But eh? you're, you're Jason Voorhees. Game takes place in semi-open world of Crystal of Camp Crystal Lake. And it's a classic horror fan's dream. No shaky cam, no found footage, developers said. We want you to know we're revitalizing the golden era of slashers and putting you at the control <laughs> of each horrific blood splatter moment. And it's also on Kickstarter. So there we go. That's cool. He's really cool character in Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, he seems pretty he's cool. really fun to play. He's very Jason Voorhees like, like he's who he is. He's in Mortal Kombat. They added him. Jason, Jason Voorhees, Voorhees is the guy, the murder, the hockey mask guy. That's his I name, know, monster. Yeah. So he's in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they, yeah. they're yeah. doing that with recent Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they games. had Freddy, Freddy in the previous one. Yeah, Freddy. but he he was a Predator. great addition. Yeah, Predators in, in the new one too. Yeah, they kind of the Gremlins. The oh, that'd be cool. Like, Gizmo. From Gizmo. Yeah. And then he gets, like, wet and then... And then <laughs> That's his fatality. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. You guys good with news? We're done. Sure. All right. Up next, Horror Game. I'm going to go over horror games in general real quick, and then we'll talk about them. I'll ask you guys some questions. We'll talk about favorites. So, just to get us all on the same page, this is mostly from Wiki. The always accurate and informational uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. So, the term survival horror was coined by the original Japanese release of Resident Evil in 1996, which was influenced by earlier games like Sweet Home. It has been used for other games in a similar genre and also retroactively added to older games such as Haunted House, 3D Maze Monster, and games like that. The genre has since kind of split from survival horror to action horror and also some other titles have, has, has that horror. Because the horror as a genre, as a theme, is different necessarily from the mechanics of De- support. Definitely. And the whole yeah. survival aspect is kind of a big part, like running out of ammo. That's the biggest stuff, use. Right? So. Those, that type of gameplay is the biggest 
adopter of the horror genre. Exactly. Yeah. So from managing your inventory. And yeah. So from here on, this is mostly about survival horror. So survival horror de-emphasizes power for the player. Power is taken away from a character and is given to the enemy to add more tension to the gameplay and to make the player feel more helpless. You're forced to react quickly or do puzzles. So, uh, or do, do solve puzzles under stressful situations. A lot of games employ quick time events or reaction prompts instead of straight up combat. Generally, there's very few NPCs, although that can vary from game to game. And atmosphere is very important in these games. Oftentimes, ambient sounds, musics, and the settings are used to scare the player more than the threat of an enemy. Like in horror movies, setting up the anticipation can cause a lot more stress than actually experiencing like a monster or something. And although combat is lessened typically, some survival horror games include thir- first or third person shooter elements as well as some melee combat. Horror as a theme is not limited to survival or action games, of course. They're probably most associated with those types, but, you know, it could fit in an RPG or a visual novel, etc. Some famous mentions that, well, I'm sure we'll dive into a little bit. Resident Evil, Lone in the Dark, Dino Crisis, Parasite Eve, Clock Tower, Dead Space, Silent Hill, many others, which we, please, we'll bring them up. So I had one, before I actually ask a question, I, I wanted to know what was the first, what was the first survival horror game? So the best I can find was several games have been retroactively described as survival horror. Malcolm Evans' 3D Maze Monster released for the Sinclair ZX81 in 1982 is a first-person game without a weapon. The player could not fight the enemy, which is a Tyrannosaurus Rex, so must escape by finding the exit before the monster finds him, which actually a gaming historian covers. The game states its distance and awareness of the player, further raising tension. Edge stated it was about fear, panic, terror, the esteemed Edge magazine. <laughs> stated it was about fear, panic, terror, and facing an implacable... Relentless foe who's going to get you in the end and considers it the original Survivor horror game. That's on their top 100 list? No. <laughs> that list is, it's not Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, best not, survival that's horror that's game that's is Bloodborne from, and from Dark Souls. Software did not make this game. So. Well, I think the best one, best survival horror is probably Dark Souls, so. <laughs> and second place would be Dark Souls 2, uh, then Bloodborne and not released yet, Dark, Dark Souls 3, and then Demon's Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. And Demon's Souls 2? Was there a second no, one? No, no. And, and the eventual Demon Souls 2 would probably be the sixth spot. So, my first question for you guys is, and this will be, Marshall will lead this because he has a very peculiar way, but how do you play horror games? Let Marshall go first because when he told me this, I was like, this is it's fascinating. I teased him a little bit, but I, I do like it. So, Marshall, tell us how you play horror games. First of all, do you guys not play horror games? I, I play horror games. I'm expecting you guys to play horror games like you play any other games. I is mostly that, play it like any other game. Is that true? Pretty much, yeah. Well, do you play horror games? Just the one. Which one? Uh, we'll, we'll, tell you we'll get to it. Okay. okay. Well, I like to create. I like to mirror the atmosphere of the game in the environment I'm in as much as I can. So that means turning off the lights, headphones on, and just trying to maximize the fear that I feel while playing and immerse myself as much as oh, I can. You're gonna love the the. PlayStation VR or maybe and a lot of games encourage you to do this like before a menu screen they say you know turn the lights off sure, yeah, there's definitely. a lot of do that do you that. put like leaky taps on break the window so wind can blow in your house one thing one thing I do do that you'll laugh at is I light a couple candles I'm not even kidding I'm not kidding if you're playing a game and you're going through like a dark village or yeah. something and there's you gotta like, have that little lights light. around and you have the same same kind of flickering fire sitting beside you. I'm, That's immersion. If you had someone in the room with you, would you tell them to shut up if they were talking? Would you kick them out? Well, 
I wouldn't play. I probably wouldn't play a horror game sitting beside someone. If someone called you during one, it was an emergency. Would you say you gotta wait? I can't. Well, have I you. wouldn't hear them. My headphones. <laughs> all right, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so you do all these things, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, I I, I respect immersion. Immersion. But with that it said, excessive. With that said, it's enjoyable. The candles. It's enjoyable. Yeah. No. That's. Are they scented? I don't always do that. Are they scented candles? <laughs> 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 that would not be cool. Do you get a bag of fish in your kitchen so you could replicate the smell of corpses while you're playing games? Dead villager scented It sounds really silly. Sandy. No, it's cool. Like, but, I, you, you know, I understand, but the headphones, I think it kills it for me. Really? What? I think it's better with the headphones. Yeah, but you don't get the ambient sound. You just like. But you get the ambient sound of the game. Yeah, but you have something tacked in your in your head. No, I think it. it I completely disagree. I think that. If you can hear all of that up close, it creates kind of a claustrophobic kind of feel while you're playing, and you're just you're forced to listen to that audio as as loud as it can be. Kind of well, not, you know, you're listening to it very loud, and uh, but it doesn't mix the same. It's going directly to your ears, and it's, you're getting all the echoey stuff and the mixing of other sounds. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've played it both ways. I don't I, have to play it with headphones, but I, I but probably prefer the it. best will be like surround sound. Then you will be like completely yeah, free. yeah, for sure. What about like in a box speakers all around you? That'd be good. That good medium. Oh, the box. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah, you you can't. Yeah. <laughs> or a barrel. Or a barrel. Or a barrel. Oh, I think headphones really really uh, ups the immersion. And but with that said, I do that with a lot of games. I like to get not, not just survival horror. I play headphones when I'm playing uh, Persona 4 Dancing all night. Light some candles. <laughs> light some candles. <laughs> well, for music, turn the light off. Music, I think it, it, it works. You, you know how why it doesn't work because if if you are, it's the same idea with a with a. I love horror movies. I do the same thing with a horror movie. Candles, maybe sometimes. Headphones. Yeah. Uh, if I'm alone, yeah. Uh-huh. So the thing is, if you get really scared, let's say you get, let's you, say get, you, get, get scared, you get really scared, so you can do this. And it, it, it takes you out of the experience. So the experience is linked to a, to a thing that is strapped to you. You know what I mean? You're saying you take the headphones off if you got scared. Yeah, I mean that's never even crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but is this? I know. I don't know. It's just it's very hypothetical. Sure. Right. I think you've opened my eyes. I'm going to play Persona 4 Dance Night in a club. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just imagine like at a club, <laughs> everyone's like dancing yeah. and Rob's just like, yeah! <laughs> in the crowd with the game on my hands. But, but that's going to be a distraction. That won't be immersion. No, I'm immersed because people are all dancing around me. I'm all right. dancing. Alright. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, I, 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 I think I think that's awesome. Um, I... I I would like to try it. I, so I would like to try yeah. it. Oh, oh, yeah. It's so, hard when you live with people, though. Oh, yeah. Like try it too. You get rid of them. So when I played the original <laughs> Amnesia: The Dark Descent, um, I played it with headphones on, on lights off, and on on PC. And there's a part in the game where like cockroaches are crawling on the screen, and when that's when it's complete darkness around you, it really feels. Like, I remember being really scared. Like, that looks like a fucking cockroach crawling on my screen. And it really creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's yeah. a little bit of sensory deprivation as well, right? Because you're just covered sure. in darkness all around you. And that's all you can focus on. So There is a... I didn't actually write this down, but we talked about this, I think, once during on, on the show. Was that cell phone AR game, I think it was, where it's where you're playing with the phone. And it was supposed to capture oh, and yeah, put shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was supposed to use... 
audio stuff to fuck with your head. And uh, it was supposed to use like really in-depth AR to to simulate you playing. You you play it with headphones on yeah. specifically, and, and your like camera like a dead would capture stuff yeah. and it puts it in and mimics the lighting and stuff. Can't remember what it's called, so yeah, can't help you. But it was a wonderful episode. So go listen to every one of them. Take <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. So it's that fun. Is, that is pretty cool. Man. It's fun. We should all try it sometime. I think I think I will. I'm, I'm surprised. I go to my next horror game. I'm surprised that you don't. I know I you do guys are big gamers bit, but... too, but I mean. I, I don't know. I live with someone, so we, there's always lights stuff on. Sure. If I, I mean, I could come into the barrel, I suppose, and play in here. But that, that I have, I have cats too, which may kind of ruin some of it because they like to jump. Maybe up if on they're, them. you could pretend they're rats or something. There we go. I'll no, give them a little. Maybe you, you can dress the, them you up. Put the cat on your lap, and then you feel like you're protecting the cat from <laughs> from the dangers around. Well, they're in uh, in one of the uh, DLCs for Evil Within. There's a cat you can pet. So yep. more immersive. is it really? Yeah, there is. Is it really? Oh it's, wow! It's uh, pet it's cat. part of the save point in yeah. In every save point, there's a red leather sofa and a cat like waiting for you. The cats are cute, so I like that. I liked it. So my my next question was, what are some of your favorites? Not I have two questions. So what are some of your personal favorites of all time? And then the other one will be recent ones you played. So you don't have to double up if you don't want to. So let's start with Seiji since I started with you. Yep. What's one of your favorite? Of all, of any time, horror game, survival horror. I'm super predictable. Was oh, it Super Meat Boy? Cave Story. <laughs> Wind Waker. He's gonna Resident bend. Evil. He's gonna bend one of his <laughs> Nintendo titles. To yeah. 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 Like, oh, oh Zombie You. No. <laughs> that, would, that would count. Luigi's I mean, Mansion. That's Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Is like that really a horror game? Well, you always cheat. Say you cheats. He's calling you a horror game. Okay. Is it? I love Luigi's Mansion, and and I'm cool with that as an acceptable answer. But that that's a really charming game. There's no horror elements in it. Yeah. It's really what? It's really whimsical. But like Abu is not a scary type of. Luigi's creature. scared all the time. <laughs> it's dark, and there are ghosts, and it's then you spooky. catch them. It's like yeah. that's a Halloween game. This is the wrong episode. <laughs> what? That's, uh, that's more of a Halloween yeah, game because spooky and whimsical, not scary and horror. I think Unless that's fine. the boost is like suck the soul. I think from that's the fine. But what is a game that you played that you're actually you were actually frightened while playing, if at all? I don't remember. We gotta get you in a horror game of some sort. I don't, I don't think I played a horror game in in within the standards that you're handling yeah. here. Like yeah. the horror, a horror like, genre you gotta, game. You gotta be scared at a certain point in the game. Uh, no, but I don't think I, I will get. get you gotta feel that that feeling that you kind of don't want to continue. Can you be? You feel fear ever? <laughs> <laughs> Not with movies or with games. <laughs> just real life things. All right, well, <laughs> we'll skip you. you and go to you laugh. Get scared watching horror movies? <laughs> no, they're, they're fun. <laughs> really? They're so silly. It's such a <laughs> safety answer. Yeah, amazing. Such a silly I got. Answer. I can't even argue it. Like now, Erica gets like. Super Do you scared. laugh at her when she gets scared? Wife, my wife like, is just super jumpy at anything. Even it's just like I, I told her, "Hey, there's, there's going to be a big scream happening, like three, two, one, and then like, right, ah! right." But you're watching movies that's that's probably a lot of jump scares. There's some there's some really good ones that just build the suspense and and don't. Oh act. yeah, I understand. I understand. But they're just too silly. But so, you do mock okay. her for being scared, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, are, are you serious? He's scared right now. Is that what you say? Would you get scared? Sagey, <laughs> the loving husband. Yeah, like, I, I stop being scared. <laughs> I get scared about a lot of things, but not games or movies. Interesting. Like, like interesting. Robot uprisings, taking your place. 
better robots being made so that you're no longer necessary. If, if it's linked to the real world, yeah, I'll get scared. Yeah. I'll get scared about like. I actually maybe I'll see a rat and I get scared. <laughs> Rats aren't that bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's I get scared of <laughs> some things, but mo- mo- things that are, I find scarier is like real world, like psychos and shit and torture. Like I can't watch Saw movies. Sure, they they freak me out. I'm I'm terrified of leeches. I don't know why. Leeches freak me out. Yeah, leeches are pretty gross. It's the only thing. And everything else I'm fine with, but leeches. What about you, Marshall? What are you scared of? <laughs> what are you scared of, Marshall? I mean, I don't know. Drowning? Yeah, drowning is scary. That's fair. So what about uh, a game? Uh, well, like, I picked up three games that are very notable to me. Um, the first one that, that I went with is Condemned, Criminal Origins. I've heard of it. And we, I think we kind of spoke about it briefly. Um, it's a really great game. Um, so it's basically set in a fictional city. You play an FBI agent who's a, leading a serial killer crime unit. Sure. Um, now, what kind of makes the game unique is that it kind of has two main kind of ways, to, well, features of the game, really. So first of all, it's obviously combat. Now, it's a first-person perspective, but it, it has the survival aspect where you rarely have any real guns. It's mostly melee weapons, and you're just grabbing wrenches off the ground, pulling rebar out of walls, and you're fighting deranged psychopaths right. with melee weapons, and they get right in your face. And it, it's pretty freaky. I'm scared. Um, it, you should be. <laughs> um, so it's a really, really kind of exciting game, just the way it's kind of made, because you don't really use a gun. You might get a gun, and then, you know, shoot it four times, you had bullets, and then you're done. Um, the mm-hmm. other part is that it, it's very... Since he's an FBI agent investigating serial killer, there's a lot of investigation to do that's just very creepy. You know, you're looking at, like, a dead body, and you're, like, investigating, like, why the, or how the arm got severed and, and kind of other gross stuff like that. Um, it was. It's a really, really enjoyable game. Uh, I have a story... That I'm not gonna share, but if you want to know it, I might. I'll tell. I'll tell you. But I'm, I'm not gonna share the bonus bill because it's that come that's for our premium content. Yeah, it's, no, no. It's like <laughs> it'll paint me in a horrible light that I don't want to be on. Yeah, the I want to heal. Um, season pass. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Um, if, if people really demand it, I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell it. But I'll, I'll test audience. It is audience at first. PG thirteen. Oh, maybe. I've played the. Fr- I own the f- both of those. The second one. Didn't care for it personally. Okay. I played until the first enemy encounter, and I never went back. Oh, really? Well, I know they're well-received games, um, and I've been meaning to go back to it because I love horror games. But I don't know. The, it seemed maybe maybe I was wrong with the impression, but it seemed like it got combat heavy. I really liked the intro when you you like find a dead body and you're like examining it with the black light and different things like that. But w- once the combat got it seemed to turn into a combat sort of game. You're right. It, it definitely does. Um, the second one was a lot more combat heavy and investigating was like very minimal. So that's why I didn't care for the second one yeah. as much. And you're right. The first one still has, you know, plenty of combat sure. and not enough of the investigating. But overall, I think it's a great game. And the end of the game is just extremely intense because you lose, like you have a flashlight and a taser and you lose both of those. And you're wandering through the dark, and it's just, it's very scary, and you're having to use a black light to follow these lines, and that's actually part of my PG-13 story that I might share later. Maybe you would like the game more if you played it in an actual asylum. That would be really scary. (laughs) Uh, I want to go back and play that one. Yeah, you should. The second one's mediocre, though. You get a game? We'll do one at a time. Uh, Which one do you like? I mean, I love the Silent Hill series. Sure. That's kind of a, a standard uh, horror game series that yeah. that people love. Um, that everyone kind of knows about. I remember playing the first one on PS1 when I was uh, like 12. 
really scared. That was probably the first real survival horror game that I played, and I mean, it, it's one that c- kind of takes away. Most games are, you know, freedom of, of movement and things like that. This one, it's very clunky, and you feel like you can't control it very well, yeah. and that creates fear when you have an enemy enemy encounter. Um, great music, really great atmosphere. Um, just, and they all tell personal stories that are memorable at some at times, emotional and yeah, really great games. Really, I think really scary. I think the first level, the, the first the, the first three or four are really good, and then the series kind of. Well, I think I played. I think the first level horror game, specifically survival horror, and not the not the one I ultimately will share in a couple of minutes after the next batch of ones you guys say. But the first survival horror I played was probably Silent Hill two. I played in college with a friend, and I had a lot of fun. And that's considered by many like the best. Great game. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I actually going to pl- mention what I played earlier this year: Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Which Good game as well. I actually freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. I wasn't like scared, but I enjoyed it, and it was a lot of tension, like the chase sequences yeah. and exploring the town, lots of atmosphere. Despite being a Wii game, graphics weren't amazing, but it was still like. I love really enjoyable game. I loved the flash me- flashlight mechanics in that. Yeah, it was They're kind of really freaky, well, man. Like I really had well me, I, I had a lot of anticipation uh, while playing uh, it. One thing I love about that is you use the you have a cell phone in the game. Yep. and you every single poster in billboard and oh. things like that in the game you can zoom in on and and read like a phone number and, and yep. you can call every single number and get different and it comes on your your Wiimote and yeah. so you can oh, hear the cool. speaker yeah, that's really and cool. that, some of the stuff is pretty creepy and also the game kind of plays your head and it, and like like recent games until dawn for example it had that part where you were talking to a therapist and the yep. things that you answer affects the yep. game and i like that kind of stuff because yep. it really gets in your head and, uh, There's yeah. a lot of branching paths in that game. There is, and it's a, it was a really fun game. One I missed on the Wii, and, and glad that I wound up playing it because it's not very long, and and it was a pretty fun game. So that, I'll say that was my first choice. We'll skip Sagey because it only has Luigi's Mansion. Any other survival horror games you play? Okay, left you got another. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is one now. I haven't played it that much, and I think they quickly made two sequels to this game. Sure, but this is Five Nights at Freddy's. I've heard of that. Have you played it? Never no, played it? Have you played I, it? I, I, I haven't played it. I've watched some gameplay. It's a really popular. I brushed it off as like a Tumblr. It's like it's some sort of Tumblr game. I just kind of brushed. You it know, off. it might be a game Sagey really enjoys. Just because it's extremely simple, um, the way it kind of works. Basically, how it is, how it works is you work as a security guard at a pizza place where they have animatronic animals, and <laughs> oh, yeah. the animatronic animals come to, live, Night come to live. Freddy's? Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And the animals come alive, and you have to watch the cameras so that you can make sure that they are not approaching your location and presumably will kill and eat you or something like mm. that. Um, like Night Trap? Yeah, yeah, little, I guess so, but, um, and it, it, the whole point is that, uh, when you look at the camera, turn on lights, it lowers your power meter, and then once you run out of power, they're just gonna rip you apart. Um, it's a very freaky game. I actually played it, um, on a, on a tablet. It's a really good mobile game. Um, you can get it for PC, but it's, it's, it's a perfectly well built game for mobile. Interesting. So it, it really, really cool game, really freaky. I never played two and three though, but I played the first one and I really, really enjoyed it. And I actually did play it in like complete darkness. Frequent listener, respect that. Infrequent listener, Yordan, uh, said that she read a lot of creepy fandom stuff associated. Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that sounds typical. That's strange. I know. This is... <laughs> so really she's played strange. it. Yeah. Which I was surprised about because she hates, she hates anything horror games. Horror. Right. And yeah. Really? 
So there you go. See, see, even even your den, who's who's gaming. Experiences may be more narrow than yours. She's, <laughs> she's playing a board. I don't know. I think I think this would be a game stage you would appreciate just due to the simplicity of it. It's good. It's really good. I get an work. idea of a dating sim. <laughs> Let's hear it. It's a horror dating sim. Okay. And you have to. So all the boys are are creepy teddy bears. <laughs> it's got a fan base already. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you later. later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you get another game? Uh, yeah, classic. sure. sure. Uh, I'm not going to go with a classic. I'm going to go with something recent. Uh, PT. Whoa. Oh, this isn't even a real yeah. game. Yeah, I don't have, I have issues with that game. Hey, I've hey. complained about that well, a lot. Okay. Because I can't play it. You you don't com- yeah, it yeah. <laughs> that's the complaint. That you don't consider it a real game? Well. It's a real game. It's, it is. it's just like Pink Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I consider it one of the best survival horror games yeah, in a long time. It's a real game. But like Ground Zeroes is a real game. I can't play it. It's a, a demo. So. Yeah, it's it stolen from. You can it. play it on my PS4. Oh, there we go. Can I have your PS4? <laughs> yeah. So we'll trade for a week. So a little I bit about this game. Uh, it was created by uh, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. Um, it was created by Guillermo. Yeah, by good old Guillermo. I love everything that he does. You see the movie Crimson Peak? Yeah. They released <laughs> this game as a, as a surprise. And I think it was during an E3 presentation. They had, it was really quick. It was like during a mon- montage of Sony games. And it was yeah. really quick. Like, hey, this trailer or teaser is out. Go check it out. Right. And I didn't think anything of it when I saw it. And it was kind of spoiled what it was. It's actually Silent Hills. But at the time, I, and I had saw that that day. Oh, it's actually Silent Hills. And I, I was kind of... I didn't really know if to believe that or anything. Regardless. So I went home and downloaded it. Yeah. And... Played it. Smart enough to install it, which is my problem. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> the thing that I thought was really cool about it is I didn't know what to expect when I launched it. I didn't know if it was a trailer, if mm-hmm. it was a teaser, some kind of interactive trailer, teaser, whatever. I didn't know what it was. And that was really cool because the element of surprise is huge in horror. And uh, I start playing it and my first thoughts are, this looks really good. This looks like a triple A horror game. And... It's it the whole way it plays is you're going through just a really kind of narrow corridor, and you like leave a basement door once you get to the end, only to come back the same way. So you keep going in a loop, and different things happen every time, and it gets increasingly more scary. And it's terrifying. It was I remember having to stop playing. And I was like, I gotta like talk to somebody. Like this is this is this is <laughs> You're too, too, like, too I, was, <laughs> I, I was overwhelmed with how cool it was. And uh, a, l- a little bit more, it, it ended up being canceled. And people are, I think it has a lot of like. There's a fan. Some, uh, yeah, there's like, a fan one being made, right? Right, Alison Rowe. So, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, which actually was a Kickstarter title, and the Kickstarter was canceled, and it got a publisher now. No, so nice. That's a little bit of news. Ooh, that's cool. just just recent. Good, yeah. There so, go. uh, so anyways, it's really cool. Had an awesome. the The game ends with a teaser for, for Silent, Silent Hills. Hills, and uh, then you see oh, created by Kojima and Del Toro, and that was really cool because the Silent Hill series has been not very good over the past few years. So seeing it, oh, it's going to make its return with a great creative team was really exciting. And it, it, it's sad now because... Did it break your heart a little bit? Well, it's I was really excited for it. They released like a concept teaser after that that was really kind of frightening too. And anyways, 
It's sad that it's... Which, it could be related to the uh, Konami and Kojima drama that seemed to, seem to have happened. Okay. Anyways, okay. it's it's really cool if you can go back in time and play it and install it. You should it. definitely go back and <laughs> You should definitely do that. I'm going to go on eBay and buy one of the PS4s yeah. with it installed. I think it exists. in... Working. Last year, I considered it the best thing released on PS4. Wow. How long is it? Uh, it's kind of as if once you know what to do. Uh, another thing that's really cool about it is everybody experiences it differently. So it's there's a lot of it creates a lot of discussion and everything. Uh, okay, <laughs> but but it's only uh, it, it can be anywhere from I don't know half an hour to a few hours depending on. <laughs> well, standing up. Yeah. For some reason, uh, <laughs> left stood up and Sadie stood up, so I figured I'd stand up too. So, I did not stand up. <laughs> so I'm going to go with... I'm going to mention one, and then I'll go with another one. Uh, Parasite Eve, actually. I'll, I'll oh, make cool. an argument for Parasite Eve. We've already talked about yeah. it on recent episodes. That's, that's a solid game. I won't delve into it because we talked we about it. We did a lot. Yeah. But it's a, par- but it's a, it's a survival... I'd or a horror RPG. I, I, I think it's fine to choose that one. It's more of a hybrid, though. But yeah. yeah, it's a hybrid. But it, but the but the genre theme... The theme is horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the gameplay genre is RPG. Square Enix RPG. With a little bit of action elements to it. And the second one is more of a third-person horror game. It feels like Final it Fantasy more, and survival horror mashup. Well, the first yeah. one is more like mm-hmm. just Final Fantasy with a little bit of that element. The second one is more right. survival horror right. elements. It's more kind of less resident, ammo. Resident thir- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I guess the series evolved closer to survival horror uh, as it went on. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll pick a recent one. I'll say Evil Within. I played last year. Cool. And that was a really fun game. Very, very suspenseful. Uh, hard too. You play, play through it too. Not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just the first two, three kind of stages, I believe. It's it's a difficult game. It was a lot of fun. It was the first survival horror I had played in a while, mm-hmm. I'd say. And so I, I was kind of pumped to play it, and and it, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What to, didn't know what to expect. Uh, I, I just. It was a fun game. It kept you on your toes. The story was pretty cool. It was creepy. Not overtly scary, I wouldn't say, but it was it was kind of dis- a lot of disturbing imagery. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and they, I like the, what I did like about it a lot with how difficult it was and how hard it was to survive against a lot of the creatures. And they definitely frustrating. Na- they definitely nailed that, uh, like preserve your ammo. Yep. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Kind of, kind of feel during that, and they had some pretty epic moments too, and some really like Created big by set pieces. Shinji Mikami, who also did created re- original creator of Resident Evil. Yeah. They have well, a really, we mentioned the show, I'm sure, but yeah, they have a really nice uh, homage scene to Resident Evil. In Which that. one? I don't know if you remember. It's a, I think, the first enemy encounter where you first. Oh yes, first I do remember. I remember saying that. Yeah, and the kind of iconic scene with, yeah. with the zombie turning its head. Yeah, it was like straight from Resident Evil. I think 1. we yeah. mentioned him when we mentioned uh, Clover or yeah. Platinum. Sure, yeah, because he eventually went to Platinum and coming in, but, right. but now he's gone. So, yeah. I'll mention a couple other ones real quick since we don't have time to go into a bunch of games, and I know Left still has one left. Uh, so, I'll mention Shadows of the Damned, kind of a silly game, but still okay. horror elements, fun game. Um, Until Dawn, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And the other one I'll mention is one I just beat, and that's Soma. Uh, survival Horror uh, as well. Can't which, go into which I, it. Which I pestered you to yeah, get. Yeah, so I didn't want to play it, because you guys know me, list, frequent listeners will know that I don't like to buy digital games. I've already played like six digital games this year. That's wait. That's six physical games I could have played for my collection. Do but I like to play what? I don't play digital games. Oh, okay. I have physical games I could yeah. play. Anyway, and if I, you know, whatever. So Marshall, like, you gotta play. He literally harassed me every day for a week, and even made a deal that if I bought it, you'd buy Splatoon. Which you was that the deal? Okay. Was it Splatoon? No, Mario Maker. 
Was it Mario? Okay. Did you buy Mario Maker? No. You better <laughs> see. Game Hunt tomorrow. You better Mario buy Mario Maker. Right, but that was before. No, no, no. We made that deal when I didn't realize I was going to buy a new Wii U. Doesn't matter. Day. We made the deal. You have to get Mario Maker. Right. But you needed a new Wii U to play Mario Maker and Splatoon. That's correct. Yeah. So you, you and I forgot. Frame. Now it's on the air. You owe me that Mario. And you owe that Mario. It, it, it'll happen. So, yet, so. He, he kept. But I did. You did bother me to buy Project Cross Zone like a week before, which is the same that, price as Soma, and I did no, do. That wasn't the deal, though. But, <laughs> but also a great game. That's correct. Um, so, anyways, he he pestered me, and I started playing it. And for the first two hours, I didn't really care. I was playing it because I wanted to. I, just, I was pestered, so I was like, "Well, I'll play it." Did you just to show him? Huh? I spent. Well, I no, I spent thirty bucks, so I might as well <laughs> better play the damn game. And uh, over the, I kept playing it like an hour here and there, and over over the, as it got in further, it became more and more interesting. And then I wound up playing longer chunks at a time until I finished it this weekend. Uh, really cool game, lots lots of suspense. It's it, there's scary moments, and the atmosphere is very strong. You're at the bottom of the ocean. Some things have happened, and uh, there's these weird mechanical creatures that the sound effects, the sound in the game is really strong. Like, playing with headphones, I had play, I played a lot of that game with headphones you on. you got to play that with headphones. I didn't play all of it with headphones, but for the first half, I did. I feel very strongly about the headphones. It, well, it's, <laughs> it really, it does help with, because you can, the way you hear the machines move, it's very, very impressive audio in the game. And, uh, not a perfect game, it could have used a, a map, I think. But anyways, the game itself was really cool, lots, lots of twists and turns, and, and explores some deeper topics as you get further in the game. So, Soma is, Probably, the, yeah, actually the last game I beat currently, so uh, I like it. And, uh, you know, I would recommend the game, even though it doesn't have a physical. And if it ever comes out on physical, I will buy it. Just so it's I have uh, it. created by Frictional Games, who created Amnesia The Dark Descent, which many people consider the scariest game of all time. I did try Amnesia, and I didn't like it. I liked Soma. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that, that'll be... Oh, and if I had any other ones to mention... Uh, no, that's, uh, I think that's... Yeah, that's it for me. Oh, ah, one honorable mention... Uh, Shadow Hearts. It's a, it's a, it's an RPG as well. Uh, RPG gameplay, but there's some horror elements and, and has vampires and shit mm-hmm. and like uh, bloody villages and stuff. That was really cool. But anyways, so left. What's the? So this is another game that I've actually mentioned before, and one thing that I don't really talk about because we we talk about video games is that I actually read a lot of horror novels. I read a ton of horror. I'm a really big Stephen King fan. I read a lot of Edgar Allan Poe. And my favorite author of all time is, is H.P. Lovecraft and you know, his everything he's ever written. I, I eat it up. So, of Did course... You play Alan Wake? I have played Very Alan Wake. I like Stephen Wake. Yes, Stephen King it is. I actually really liked Alan Wake. Yeah. I should include that, but I, I forgot about it. Yeah, so that deserves I. to be there. Yeah, so uh, honorable mention right now, Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. Yeah. Um, but what I picked is Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners of the Earth. Cool. I'm a nerd. Yeah, I am a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great it's game. It's rare and hard to get. It is. I, I have it for Xbox. You can get it for PC really yeah. cheap. I actually own it for PC and Xbox. I have your Xbox one? Uh, you can play it if you'd like. Can I have it? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so, this game is kind of split into almost two parts. There's basically the, the premise of the story is you're an investigator who goes to the town of Innsmouth, and it's all based off one of Lovecraft's short stories, The Shadow okay. Over Innsmouth. Um, and you're an investigator who goes there to investigate a, a missing persons report, basically, that someone wants you to look into. And you find out the town is basically has a deal with the pagan god, and sure. it just spirals out of control from there. But for the first half of the game, when you're just merely doing investigating into it, there's no weapon. All you do is you just walk around, you talk to people, you kind of try to figure things out, and there's a sanity system. So you're trying to avoid losing your sanity, committing suicide, or becoming delusional. 
Um, so it, it, it plays into the character Sandy a lot. And then eventually it turns into a little bit more of a shooter. Um, the, well, shooter elements are more prevalent in it because you do need to kill a lot more things than you did for the first half of the game. Um, but one, one thing that I really like about it is even though it has a first person shooter in it, it's not at all what you'd expect from a game with first person shooter elements. There's no HUD whatsoever. Okay. Um, there's no reticle. Um, you have to basically, really? yeah, none. You have cool. to aim with the iron bars of your gun. Okay. That's how you aim. Um, there's no health bar. Uh, your health is basically, you will notice, you know, if you, you can earn, injure your arm and then you can't hold your gun for steady as long, injure your leg, you move slowly, things like that. And you need specific items to heal specific types of injuries. Hmm. Like if your legs hurt, you need a splint. You get poisoned, you need anti-venom. Like, it, it really plays up on different ways you can be injured and how you need That's to approach cool. resolving that. Um, and then, of course, the, his sanity is, is a big part. I've, I, I've ended up... It's kind of funny because um, one thing that happened is I walk into this room and there is this creature on this bed just screaming and i was really like what's going on so as the player i decided to look at this creature because i was like what is this and then my character in a moment just shot himself in the head Makes sense, probably. oh whoa yeah so it's very very dark <laughs> I expecting yeah that. i know because my sanity was our because i was already being chased by fishmen so his sanity was is that what happens when your insanity goes yeah too high you yep. kill yourself you kill yourself wow, that's um, cool. yeah <laughs> that's intense if you don't have a gun i think you just um become a raving madman and just kind of start running around and it's like game over but <laughs> that's been on my list of games to play yeah, you should before, but it's, it's like a uh, Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners of the Earth I hear there's a really intense moment in that game where uh, people are swarming a house you're in or yeah, something and, and you need to scare you something need, like exactly that. right and that's definitely my favorite part of the whole game because it's literally you're in bed you know something's up and then they try to bust through your door and you're pushing things to block the door running through other doors and seeing fishmen jump out sure, at you uh, um, fishmen? yeah yeah. <laughs> how long is the game? It's rather long, probably 20 hours oh, or more-ish. Um, and that part... Fishman. in Yeah, <laughs> if, if you read The the Shadow Over Innsmouth, the actual okay. story it's based on, you okay. get the Fishman Spoiler. reference. Right, right, right. But that part in particular, where he's escaping, mirrors the part of the short story extremely well. Cool. And as a huge fan of his work, I really appreciated that part of the game. How do the graphics hold up on the Xbox version? Not too bad, really. That's like... Cool. I've seen a lot worse. I want to get it, but it's like 80 bucks. Is it really? I saw it while I was away for like 60. I kind of regret not getting it. I was tempted. It's a really, really fun game. While I was in the box. While I was in the box. Of course. Yeah, right. Shipment all over the world. So we're going to wrap it. I want to say something. Oh, please. Okay. So (laughs) I want to talk about the thematical and mechanical need for horror. Right? So... Uh, this is Do it in five minutes. Yes. So Mario Maker, right? Mario Mario Maker has a, a ghost house theme. So you can make it look like it's scary, but it's not, right? There's no mechanical need for horror there. But and therefore, it's not a horror game, right? No, a horror It's, a, horror it's, a, it's, a, it's like a Halloween theme, as you said. Yeah. No, Halloween... Whimsical okay. versus horror. Right, whimsical yes. theme is like, ooh, ghost. But, but Fatal Frame is like, ghosts are going to kill you. They're different themes. Correct. One but, is a but, horror. One but is... mechanically, not thematically, there's a mechanical need for horror when, in the game, in the mechanics of the game, how you play it, like what you said about in Silent Hill, clunky controls have to do a lot with 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 what is going on in the in the horror aspect of the game. In Luigi's Mansion, you have a mechanical need for horror because Luigi is scared. He 
he runs in a certain way. He does a certain thing. The, 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 the way you have to do things has have a lot to do with horror, and much less so than Halloween. For example, Castlevania or Splatterhouse would be more of a Halloween game because there's no mechanical need for the horror. It's just thematic. It's not... I mean, thematic way... It has... Thematic has as much to do with the gameplay as well. Like, yeah. Parasite Eve... Yes, I agree. ...is a horror game, or horror, horror-ish game. Horror-ish game. Uh, <laughs> but it's RPG gameplay, so the mechanics aren't really a survival horror game, but it's still a horror game. But Luigi's Mansion is too... It's too happy and, and whimsical to be a horror game. Mm-hmm. Even if it's <laughs> horror gameplay elements, it's not a horror game. It's just a tough... Mario game where you've got it's a Ghostbuster game but you can have like a really scary shooter game like Left 4 Dead for example yeah I would consider that a horror game yes but there's no mechanical need for the horror there but it doesn't have to be mechanical dependent I would say that if you just have the thematical thing then you lose a lot because I think it adds you just focus on the action but then it becomes a horror something versus a survival horror now survival horror might be the ultimate iteration the ultimate representation of a horror Game, horror genre game, but but I would put Left for Dead as technically a, a horror game of some sort. Horror third person shooter, first person. I've played. Sorry, it's been years since I played. Horror first, first person. person shooter. Yeah, but still, I think the if there is a mechanical need for it, I think it makes it more of a horror game than that. Just the games are have a thematical. Can I you? Have, I would agree with that. Could you imagine in, in, the, in like a world where we had a lot of fans where we could put a poll up? Because I would love to throw a poll <laughs> up that vote. Do you think the Luigi's Mansion is a horror game versus not a horror game? I'd like to see what people's people's uh, reaction. I think I think we know how that should go. But <laughs> hey, the Sageites, <laughs> and then it's like in this fancy the world where we have 500 YouTube viewers, so we could have our own link. Uh, and we have people who are big Sagey fans. They would be called Sageites or Sagey heads, Sagey bots, perhaps. And they would all be like, vote for Sagey no matter what he says. And Didn't that is my that? point. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so we definitely got to wrap up because we're running over. Did you have any quick mentions, Marshall? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, please. So Fatal Frame. Yes, awesome. Amazing coming series. Coming out this month. Yeah, amazing series. One of my favorites. Uh, when is it coming out? Uh, 20th? It's coming out next Wednesday night. 22nd night. Are you going to play it, Sagey? Yeah. Okay. I'm oh, staying. Man, I'm now I kind of want to That's a survival it. horror that Sagey will play. If Sagey actually plays it, I'm tempted. Because I'm, I'm on the fence about buying it. $70 for a digital-only game makes me want to stretch up in my mouth. But I also want to play it, so I don't know. I'm really I'm excited for it. That's an amazing I'm series. Only, I'm on the edge. But if you get it, maybe I will. That might be the... Because the, then we're all... Well, most of us are playing it. I'm going to get it. I'll get it. Oh, the left is getting it. I feel even more compelled. The only thing I like about it being digital is that I get to play it at 1 in the morning. That's cool. That's like not turn on the light, turn on your candle. Well, I will do that. I will do that anyway. I will do that anyway. But I just mean I get to play it sooner. (laughs) You're getting romantic. Sounds a little pink heaven there. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you could also play pink heaven. Oh yeah, Yeah, but you're in a bathtub on your phone. That's what I meant. You're gonna play pink heaven. Yeah. I should have left out the candle part. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, any other ones? That's going to be the picture of Marshall coming with candles. <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. There's so many great survival horror games. It's a great genre. It's been around for eight, for years. And we technically didn't even mention Resident Evil. There's so, some, yeah, funny. there's so many. Um, I think if anybody listening who's interested in Fatal Frame at all, you should check it out because it's a series that seemed uh, like it might not ever, it might not survive over here. And See what fans have kind of rallied, and and what how they've rallied to bring it here, and whether or not that had much of an impact 
it's getting released here now. And dig- I think the fact that it's digital only shows that Nintendo might be tentative about... It shows how small the, that they think the fan base is for it. Yeah, so... So that's another reason why I'm kind of leaning towards maybe supporting it, because I want more of those games to come over, but at the same time, I don't like that Europe and Japan got physicals and we don't. To maybe give, if it sells a lot, you will get a uh, physical copy, like with Shovel Knight. Well, to give some context, uh, the last two Fatal Frames for Wii... Didn't even come here. Four and Project... The game's called Project Zero and We talked about it in an episode. ...in, in Europe, and... Uh, Project Zero Two, which is a remake of Fatal Frame Two, yep. those only came out in Japan and Europe. And oh, for Japan. a Fatal Frame fan like me, I had to import them. All right, awesome. Well, it was nice having you uh, as a guest. Thanks for having show. me. You know, you're free from the box now. You're, you're able to wander the world. Maybe you'll wander back someday and, and join us again. As soon as I chat. got out of the box, I I went home and put on headphones and <laughs> lit some candles. And, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, bonusbarrel.com, uh, BB Rants, another one coming out soon, right, Sadie? Yes, it's called, I don't remember, The Cost of Gaming. Yeah, he's, he's angry. You don't want to see Sagey angry. It's it's like he is now, but a little more edged. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you two, oh, I didn't say 30 subscribers now. 470 more until we get our custom URL. That's pretty great. And, uh, hey, a new video or two should come out soon. Very soon. And it's 30 people, think about it. It's I don't know 30 people. <laughs> 30 people know you now. Bam. There you go. And cartridgeclub.org, we have uh, our episodes appear there. Maybe you're listening from there right now. If so, bonusbarrel.com to get some fan questions. Yeah, I know we need more fan questions. And at bonusbarrel on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you can tweet us angry things like, is, is you know, we just mentioned it's yeah. People that have been tweeting you to get me back, right? Oh, yeah, man. That... Big out. There was a petition yeah. at change.org. <laughs> There was a Kickstarter for it. 100,000 signatures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah gotta bring back Marcel. And he's back! So, you know, we're gonna have lots of fans Wow, now. I had to listen to the fans. That's right. And maybe you'll listen to this episode since you're on it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Seiji. And Matt. And special guest. Marshall. See you later.